Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Ravi Mater, the host of Diva Strategies for Success, where each week I bring you a dynamic guest. Are you there? I am, yes. Oh, good. I thought I lost the phone fell. So I bring you a dynamic guest, and today my guest is Chris Miles, who's known as the cash flow expert. He is a leading authority on how to quickly free up and create cash flow for thousands of his clients, entrepreneurs, and others internationally. He's an author, speaker, and radio host that has been featured in U.S. News, CNN Money, Bank Rate, and has spoken to thousands, getting them fast financial results. Chris truly is the, that, the financial advocate for the entrepreneur. In fact, his average client finds 33000 per year. He constantly teaches audiences how to do what no other financial advisors can or will, achieving financial prosperity now and in the future while spending time doing what they lo- love most. Welcome, Chris, to the show. I'm so happy to have you here today. Me too, Robbie. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Tell me a little bit a little bit about your background. How did you get to be so smart about all this money thing? Well, it started out not being smart. That's how it, that's how it started out. <laughs> um, and I started out about 13 years ago, and I actually became a financial advisor. Uh, the biggest reason I went to business is because one, I wanted more control and freedom in my life, and then two, uh, I really wanted to understand how I could help other business owners too. And so the first business I really got into was becoming a financial advisor. And I started doing that, and I did that for four years. But after four years, you know, I, I look at evidence. I look at what really works and what really doesn't. And when I looked at people that had used financial advisors for decades and saw that they really weren't any better off, that's when I said I couldn't be a financial advisor anymore, not in the traditional sense of the word. And so I actually left that back in 2006, started following what, what I saw other millionaires that were around me and followed what they did. And next thing I know, in 2006, I was able to retire with only a few thousand dollars in my bank account. Wow. And uh, and, that was, and that was pretty cool. And it actually shifted my whole paradigm of how I saw money and how I saw business and everything else. And I realized that really, especially those that are in business, that's, that should be the number one investment, not IRAs and 401ks, but really investing in your business in a way that creates cash flow, in a way that you're able to work your business because you love it, not because you have to make money every month. Yeah, that that makes sense. You're you're known as a cash flow expert. Why why do people call you that? Well, I mean, partly because I said I was, <laughs> and the other part is because um, as as I really worked with hundreds and hundreds of clients, um, the big thing I've been able to do that nobody else really does is and I'm able to find hidden cash. Like, where's money that they can find and free up each and every month? Whether it be money that's we can save in expenses, whether they save money in taxes or uh, just be, be able to get them to track money and be more accountable to it, um, debt, you know, or you know, many, many other places. There's probably about two dozen places we find money, including places where people lose out on making more money, too, on the income side. And so we look at both as how we make more money and how do we how we make sure that any expenses you have are productive expenses, not just money where you're, it's falling through your fingers and you never know where it's going. Because I'll tell you, the, the number one thing I hear people tell me all the time is, Chris, I'm making more money, but I have no clue where it's all going. It seems like um, I'm making more, but I don't feel any better. I don't feel any more free. And that's very, very common. Even people that end up trying to follow certain people's advice where they go totally, quote, unquote, debt-free, 
same thing. Those people are still saying, Chris, I don't feel that much better. Like, I thought I would feel better than this, and I don't. And that's because they don't focus on cash flow. And uh, and I'll tell yeah, you, I, I understand what it's like. I mean, I, that one time, I was actually in the hole $16,000 a month myself and about a million dollars in debt. And so I had to learn how to overcome that myself personally. And uh, it's actually through those creative strategies I helped to get myself out of that hole and be able to pay off over 900 grand in just you know just over three years. Um, that's the kind of stuff that I was able to do to be able to get there. And that's what I also teach my clients to do as well. Well, that's good. You know, I, and I think the fact that you've been there, you is not say do as I say, but do as I've done. You know, this is how I right. was able to achieve where I am today. So that, that's really great, and people then know, well, it really works versus somebody who read a book and said, this is how you do it. Exactly. And that, and that's, I think that's the biggest reason right there is that, you know, you, you really don't find anybody else out there that says, yeah, I've been in both places. I've been, I've been absolutely completely broke more than anybody I hardly ever meet. <laughs> you know, maybe not Donald Trump who was in the whole $900 million. I didn't quite get there, right? <laughs> but, uh, but definitely I've been in the hole, and I've also been in the place where I've been able to retire and both of those things really come back to cash flow. You know, it's really that's uh-huh. where real freedom is because when you have more cash flow, meaning you have more, a lot more income than you have expenses, and that's where there's real financial freedom. You don't have to have millions of dollars. You just have to have a lot more money coming in than what's going out, without having to be cheap and live off rice and beans, right? Like this is something right. you got to do where you're actually living free, and in a way, you kind of have your cake and eat it too. What kind of problems do you see with business owners taking normal financial advice? What kind of topics you say? What problems do you see with business owners taking normal financial advice? Oh yeah, oh there's several. I mean, one is, um, you know, and I get this because I used to be a financial advisor, and it's it's. You know, I went out to lunch with a financial advisor a couple of years back because my one of my clients said, "Hey, I want you to meet this guy," you know take a look at them, and because my client happened to be local, I thought, all right, I'll 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 go out to lunch with them, but just so you're aware, it usually doesn't go well, because <laughs> uh, I teach a lot of the opposite things of what financial advisors teach, and so I went out to lunch, and this advisor kept talking about how how amazing he was, right, and, and just, you know, all these things that he's done, and how he does this and this and this, and after about a half an hour just letting him spew about himself, he finally looked at me, and almost like he realized I was there. He, he asked, he said, oh, well, what do you believe? And I was a little bit annoyed by this point, just because everything he was saying was just textbook financial advisor stuff. He wasn't any better or any more special than anybody else. He was just a good guy, that's all. And uh, and so I, when, he, when he asked me that, I said, yeah, well, I believe that in, you know business owners should be investing in their own businesses. That should be their main, quote, unquote, retirement, uh, not IRAs and 401Ks and things like that. And he got really quiet for a moment, and he just said, yeah, that's risky. People should be diversified. They shouldn't follow their eggs in one basket. And I, I laughed because that's exactly what I used to say. And, uh, and he said, and I finally said, okay, well, what would you recommend? And everything he listed off was everything he sells. And I think that's one of the biggest problems, that people go to financial advisors for advice. What happens is that they end up getting pitched products that these advisors sell. And that's one thing I don't do is I don't sell any products myself. And so uh, I'm just more acting as a consultant. I've got people that can help connect them if there's financial tools that they need to use, but I'm not going to be selling that to them. I'm not going to try to fit square pegs in round holes. And ideally, we want all the money and everything you do to fit around the business. 
So that's a big one right there is that you're, a lot of business owners are taught that they got to diversify, and they're throwing money into these you know, uh, retirement plans they have no control over, sacrificing their freedom today in hopes that maybe someday the market will smile on them and they'll actually be able to, quote-unquote, retire, when in reality all the ability to retire is actually within their own company that they have right now. So that's one big one right there. Uh, another one is uh, I'm not a big fan of debt. Well, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a big fan of debt, but I am a big fan of leveraging loans. And so uh, this is one that a lot of people say is debt is bad. You know, if you're a business owner, I mean, you do, if you're a good steward, a wise steward over the things that you have, heck, you know what? Using loans, using the bank's money is actually a great idea. Now, if you're somebody who, if you put money into things and you bomb, <laughs> you know, if you're not very good, for example, maybe you're inexperienced in business and you're not doing very well, then maybe using loans is not a wise idea. But I'm all in favor of, of people using loans if it creates leverage and, and they can create something better. Um, so, you know, to give you an example, um, you know, I had I had a client where they were down to, they had no more cash savings left. They had $1,000 left on a credit card, and that was it. And they said, Chris, we feel like we're done. What should we do? And and they said, well, should we, you know, just, you know, just pretty much quit and go get a job or what? You know, because this guy was a chiropractor, and he was a good chiropractor. He just wasn't very profitable, right? He was able to bring money in, but not enough to, to really get ahead. And uh, and I said, nope, not at all. I said, you got $1,000 on a credit card? And I, I asked him, I said, have you ever done an open house for your business? Oh, not for a long time, not for several years. I said, great, now's the time to do it. Let's do an open house. Let's, uh, cause let's ask you this question. I mean, what would one patient mean in your office per year for the next year? He said, yeah, the average patient makes me about $2,500. I said, great, that's an awesome rate of return on 1000 bucks on a credit card. So I said, you do that. You focus all your, your time and attention. You, you rent space. You don't even have to use your own office. Rent a space made for 500 bucks, wherever it might be. Order some food. Bring in you know, some people from the community. There are other business owners that also help promote the event. You bring in people like massage therapists, which everybody loves, right? <laughs> you, know, you do those kind of things and make it a big deal. And It was around Christmas time. I said, bring in Santa Claus and then make it a family affair and bring in people that way. And maybe there's incentives like drawings for people that bring guests and things like that. Make it fun. Like Make it worthwhile. And he did. He spent about seven or eight hundred bucks on his credit card. He ended up getting five new patients from that. Wow. Meaning that thousand you know, that not even a thousand bucks on a credit card. People always say, What about the interest? Who cares about the interest? It's not about the interest, it's about the cash flow, the payment. If you're able to make right. twelve thousand five hundred bucks in a year from a, less than a thousand dollars, that's an amazing rate of return. And I can guarantee you no financial advisor can beat that and no amount of interest rate on a credit card will ever Kill you either. That will be well worth the investment. Um, but if you, yeah. if you're not a wise steward, uh, you know it doesn't matter what money you use. You're going to use it wrong, right? Yeah, that makes sense. You talk about money leaks. How do people find these in their life? You know, one of the best ways to do that is to really. This is always the first step I have people do with whether they become clients or whatever. Is I really recommend that you start tracking your money. Not just looking at how much you spend, but how much comes in and how much goes out. What are you making and what are you spending? And really track that. Um, in your business, you want to use something like QuickBooks. QuickBooks is a great program to use that way. Um, you know, and your accountants love it. You know, you don't see accountants get very excited very often, but they love their numbers, don't they? Right. And so uh, Quick, QuickBooks makes that easier. Uh, and I recommend you do that in your business at least 
twice a month, if not every week, just to stay on top of it. You make it really fast and simple. Because how many of us as business owners, how many of us have procrastinated until after the end of the year, until it's tax time, and then we spend hours, if not days, doing our numbers, trying to catch up on taxes, right? And You're right. when you do that, you, usually what will happen, you'll have, well, here's an additional leak that you'll have. One is you'll probably end up getting tired of doing all the numbers, and you'll miss things you can use right off of your taxes. Therefore, you pay more in taxes than you should be. And then the second thing is, is how many days do you waste doing your taxes? Could it be used making money in your business? When you could have just been using a few minutes a week, that's it, period, to be able to keep on top of your finances in your business. Now, for your personal, I recommend using a program called Mint.com. That's M-I-N-T. It's a free program, much like QuickBooks, but much easier to use. And uh, it's, very, it's great because you can get everything showing into one place. Just, I mean, imagine all your numbers, all your loans and savings and checking and, and all that stuff, all into one place. You can see it real time. So they have to log into six different sites. You can see it all there real time and track it. Well, what the advice you're giving is absolutely true because I remember when I wasn't doing my QuickBooks as often and I started doing it like you said, um, I found things that I didn't know I was still having deducted that I wasn't really aware of. So I was able to cut mm-hmm. out some expenses that way. And I and the other part of it is I saw things that I really shouldn't be spending money on, and I was able to increase my cash flow. Yeah. Oh, I find it all the time. I mean, especially if I have someone that tells me, Chris, I'm just too busy to do that kind of stuff. If they tell me that, I can guarantee as a business owner they're wasting at least $500 a month. That's $6,000 right. a year. That could be the difference between free, you know, feeling free or feeling like trapped, right, and feeling like a slave to your, your business. Even if you love it, you'll feel like a slave. And so uh, that's a big deal. I, I had one woman, she, she said she was a graphic designer. She was she just said, Chris, I am just so busy. Like, I have to work so hard to make ends meet. I finally got her to do this. We found $1,500 a month. That's eighteen grand a year, right there. Right. Um, I had the biggest one. Biggest one I've ever seen was a dentist. Um, he actually found, you know, personally we freed up about six thousand dollars a month. Uh, on the business side, but he said, "I just, Chris, I just took the same thing you taught me on the personal side, applied it to my practice, and I found sixteen thousand dollars a month." This guy found over three hundred thousand dollars that year. It's, wow. It's it's so simple, so easy to do, yeah. but many of us don't do it as business owners because. You know, we want to be doing what we love, and I think we should. I just say invest a few minutes a week to be able to get yourself financially confident, and you'll find out that when you go and talk to people, whether you're trying to sell them or you're networking or whatever it might be, you'll find out that you'll actually come across more powerfully, and people will be attracted to you and want to do business with you more when you know exactly what's going on with your money. And you're not doing it from a scarcity point of view, but from an abundance standpoint. Well, you are a cash flow expert. What are some ways that our listeners can generate extra cash flow? Yeah, on the income side, you know, there's so many ways you can do it. Um, you know, and this is always case by case. But here's the basic principle that's behind it, because it's always principles first and then strategies second. So the first principle I always have people remember is is remember that dollars follow value. Dollars follow the value you create for other people. I like that. You know, the, the one thing I always tell people is, is to stop asking, how do I make more money? Like, that's a wrong question to ask. Because how many times, how many generations of people have asked, how do I make more money, and then never made it, right? 
it's a weak question. It's 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 like at, it's it's really a it's not a it's not the cause or the cause of effect. The effect is if you want more money, you got to find a way to provide more value for more people. That's the focus. So instead of asking how do I make more money, start asking how can I create more value for more people? How can I add value for people? What can I do that I can give them what they want? And I'll tell you that was the biggest aha for me. This is actually what, this one principle alone. Just by understanding this on a very deep level was what got me to retire because I realized that I wasn't just trying to make it like this win-lose scenario where, you know, if I'm going to win financially, I have to make other people lose. I have to take money out of their pockets, right? That's what I used to think. But when I realized, no, my whole purpose is how do I create the win-win? How do I give them what they want? You know, how can I deliver on that? How can I solve problems for them? How do I add value? How do I serve them in some way, shape, or form, and then, you know, then then asking for money is a very easy way to exchange to be able to give them that service or solve that problem for them. And so in 2006, when I first learned this, what I did really, really well, I was really good at connecting people together. I was really good when people would say, hey, Chris, do you know somebody who does blank? And I'd say, yes, I do, actually. Yeah, this person's great. I've used them before, you know, Take a look at them and see what you think. Here, let me make an introduction for you guys, or at least give you their contact information. And I would do that. And what I didn't realize I could do until you know, uh, until one of my millionaire friends actually said, "Well, Chris, you know that creates a lot of value for the business owner too. Why don't you ask the business owner for referral fees?" And yeah, I, thought, I like that. Wait, yeah, I, I, I could do that, couldn't I? You know, especially if you're a natural connector, and that's just what I was doing naturally. I just did it out of you know for the fun of it, you know, for the, just because people ask for help and I wanted to give it to them. And that, so I would go to the business owner that would say, hey, if I sent you referrals, do you have a referral, like a kickback or a referral fee or something like that? And, of course, you know, being any business owner, they'd say, well, of course I do, yes. Great. Can I can I have that, you know, can I set that that arrangement up with you? And so I would. And so I'd start referring people to different different people, connecting them together. Both of those people would be happy and then, of course, the business owner would pay me, and I would be happy. It would actually be a win-win-win scenario. Yeah, and that was yeah I like that and idea. Actually, I, I, was able, I was able to make four or $5,000 a month and actually able to retire because I was working like three hours a week, you know, just referring people. Just when they came to me, they'd say, Chris, who do you know that does blank? And I would just look for good people with integrity that I trusted, and I knew I could pass on that I wouldn't, you know, sacrifice my own integrity, you know, and that... And then that was a big aha because and then that's a strategy, of course, just what I did. Not everybody has to do it that way. But the real key principle here is that dollars follow value. How do you go about adding value? What can you do to give people what they want? How do you, you know, There are ways that you can serve people in a way that they keep asking you to serve them over and over. Could you charge them for that? You know, could you add something? Because people keep asking a question, you'd say, no, I don't, I don't have that. Sorry, that's not one of my services or that's not one of my products. Well, could you make it one of your services or products? Um, I've noticed as time goes on, people's, what people desire shifts, especially if I can deliver on it. There's there's things that I've pulled out of the woodwork here just this last year that I hadn't used for four or five years because people really weren't asking about it. But then all of a sudden people want to know. I'm like, hey, I've got a program for you. Let me create it. I remember I created a webinar you know, and, and just told 20 people, $50 a piece. That's it. And uh, filled up this 20 slots easy, made 1000 bucks even before it was going, and now I've actually turned into a product that I now sell online for 250 bucks. You know, showing people how to how to monetize their passions and things like that. I mean, just really cool things of that nature. That you know, it's it's so simple 
when you start to realize that it's, it's, it's not a mystery, it's really a formula. It's how do I go about serving people and creating value? That's so true. What are the most common mistakes that you see entrepreneurs making? You know, um, I think one of the common mistakes, mistakes is, one, is that they try to ignore the money, right? That law, There's a law of attention out there. You know, the, the definition of law of attention is that whatever you put your attention towards expands and grows. The flip side is also true. Whatever you ignore leaves you or it will atrophy and decay. For example, if you focus on your teeth, you start flossing your teeth every day, you're going to keep your teeth. If you ignore your teeth and you don't floss them, don't brush them and things like that, you're going to lose them, right? Right. If you ignore your health, you'll lose it. If you ignore your relationships like your spouse or your children, they'll want to leave too. If you ignore your money, it will also leave you. And so as business owners, many business owners only, only, usually only want to focus on the making of money. I focus people on not just making more money but keeping that money and then making more on top of it. And so it's about increasing stewardship. And so when people stop looking at money, like, again, like a mysterious thing or something that's a pain in the neck or a necessary evil, look at it instead as, as a part of your stewardship. It's a part of a, of a blessing. It's a gift that you have. But, and that, and you really you, your your whole goal is figuring out how you can best use it in a way that that's able to create more value for people. Like, how do I go and use that money to reinvest in my business and even add more value to people's lives and make them do things on a bigger scale. And you'll notice that the money will come faster and faster. Um, you know, this kind of goes along with another thing that's a myth, too, that many people, many businesses make a mistake of. When they think about money, they think about something they have to save and accumulate, right? You know, you gotta, you know, you, you got to spend nothing, save everything, you know, do it forever, delay, sacrifice, suffer, suck, you know, all those kind of things that you do for years, you're told that it's going to take you forever before you have, you know, the ability to create financial freedom. I don't believe that's true, and I've seen that not be true. It doesn't have to do that. That's an accumulation mindset. That's exactly what every financial advisor or bank will want you to believe. I believe in the acceleration mindset, which is how do I create more right now? I'll give you an example. My, uh, my brother-in-law, uh, or ex-brother-in-law now, but uh, he... He came from a family of, of big-time car dealers, right? Um, his, his father actually started a bunch of car dealerships here in the state of Utah. And from that, he was able, his father actually became a millionaire when he was 21. He was actually a, a runaway when he was 16 years old, bought his first dealership at 19, then became a millionaire at 21, back in the 1960s, by the way. Wow. And, uh, and so he was a you know, very, very wealthy family. And I remember when I was a financial advisor, I spent a couple of years building up the confidence to finally ask my brother-in-law to sit down with me. Because I knew if I got in with him, he has all these other wealthy people that he's tied in with as well, and I knew that as a financial advisor I'd be set for life if I got in with a good you know, good enough circle. So when I went in to talk to my brother-in-law, you know, I, I gave him a, a nice presentation and everything, and after I was done, he just said, well, Chris, that was, that was great. So, Chris, let me understand something. You're saying if I give you $10,000 to play with, right, you're saying you can make me 12% in the stock market. Is that correct? And this is back in the days when we actually believed 12% was real. And I right. said, that's right. You know, that's right. That's that's what the average has been. I can't guarantee it, but that's what the average has been. So that's, he's like, okay, so that's 1200 bucks in a year. I said, yeah, isn't that awesome? And imagine what that's like after 30, 40 years, right? <laughs> I said, now, Chris, I could take $10,000. I could put a down payment on a semi-truck turn around and sell it within a few months and make 
$20,000 in just a few months. So, Chris, why would I invest with you? And uh, and because I, had, I didn't have a good answer for him, I just came out with the first thing off the top of my head, which was, well, you should be diversified. You shouldn't put all your eggs in that basket, right? Just like I said earlier, you should be diversified. He said, yeah, all right, thanks, Chris. That was fun. See you later. <laughs> you know, and that was that. One of the best things you could have ever done because, really, if, if you're a business owner, you understand, like, you, you understand, like, how amazing it is that you can be investing in your business. And even if you're not a business owner, I mean, even people I get that are, that have a nine-to-five job, you know, sometimes we'll look at things like real estate investing, and, and they'll be amazed. I mean, I have one of my clients right now where he's already making an extra 1250 bucks a month, but just, you know, it's using like $80,000 from his IRA. And if you think about it, most financial advisors would say you'd be doing really well if that 80000 became 8000 a year. But for him, he's actually making 15000 plus he's building equity, plus he's getting tax advantages, and everything else, and if there's any appreciation, even better. I mean, when all is said and done, he's easily probably making between twenty and thirty thousand dollars a year with that same amount of money, versus hoping and praying he gets eight thousand dollars from the stock market, right? Uh-huh. That's the big difference. That it's all about leverage and cash flow, and so when you get business owners to to really think outside of the whole you know accumulation and start accelerating money, it's 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 a whole new world that opens up and new possibilities and a better hope because you just can't do it saving. You can never save your way to wealth. It will will never happen. Right. What is the best piece of financial advice that you've ever received? Oh, um, there's so much. But, you know, I think I'd have to come back to the one I mentioned earlier, which is dollars full of value. When I realized that money wasn't just about money, it didn't take money to make money, that's another myth that people buy into, including business owners, but that it takes value to make money, right? When it, when all of a sudden you didn't have to have money in the beginning, all of a sudden it became easier to create something. It became easier to essentially almost create income or create cash flow, but it would seemingly be out of thin air just because I was focused on serving people. And when someone said, listen, that's the best thing you can do, focus on serving people, give them what they want, Help you know help them help fulfill those needs based on your strengths and your abilities, and essentially using your divine genius and your your God given abilities to bless people's lives. It, it's 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 almost impossible not to flourish and prosper in those circumstances. Yeah, that's true, Chris. What kind of what can people find on your website? www.moneyripples and that's r i p p l e s dot com. You can find all kinds of fun stuff. I mean, one, there's blogs. I've got lots of blogs and lots of free advice and information there. Um, there's also, you know, of course, I have my own radio show. I have the Chris Miles Money Show that's on iTunes and things like that as well. You can find it through the site. Um, also, events. I mean, there's great events. And, you know, and one of the coolest things that's on there right now, and I definitely take advantage of this because I'm about to start charging for it, but I have an ebook on there. And this ebook is a very short read. This is something you can do while you're eating lunch. It's that kind of read. Like it's 28 pages because I put page breaks in there just to make just to break it up a little bit. So it's a very fast read, but it's got in that book. It's called Beyond Rice and Beans: Seven Secrets to Free Up Cash Today. I've actually got uh, my seven biggest ways to help people. I've helped people find and free up cash, whether it be to make more money or how to free up more money. And uh, so there's some great tips in there. Very easy stuff you can go and apply right now. So awesome stuff on that and site. Can they sign up for the, your blog on that page as well? 
Yep, the blog is on there as well. And I'll tell I know that you are part of a book called In Conversations with Visionary Entrepreneurs, Entrepreneur on Fire, Inspiring Millions. Um, tell us a little bit about that book and can they also purchase it from your website? They absolutely can. Yeah. So I mean I've got I've got a few things like, you know, different um you know, educational things and, and that book is one of them. Um that was actually a connection I had with a, a man by the name of John Lee Dumas. You know, has a has his own podcast show and everything and, and uh you know, I was invited along him and a few others to, to write a book with him and Tim Ferris, who's the author of the four hour work week. And uh and I and I saw that, I said, Man, I love both of those guys. Tim I've actually met, you know, several years back. I said, You know what, I would love to do a book with these guys and so I did. And then my chapter especially, like the the interview they did with me was primarily focused around for those that are entrepreneurs, but especially around some of the myths that were out there and and the guy that interviewed me, him and I have been friends for several years too. And so you could tell we kind of had some fun with that. <laughs> you know, like, you know, giving little bits, tidbits of advice, like seeing things that you'll hear all the time, cliche things like, you know, do what you love and the money will follow, which is false. Because there's a lot of passionately broke people that do what they love, but they don't make any money. So I talk about how you actually can make money doing what you love and that kind of stuff. So great information in that book as well. And then on your website, I know that you uh, speak for corporations and uh, organizations and stuff, so you have your topics on there, because we're almost out of time. I can't believe this half hour has gone that fast. Um, and, and you have topics on your website as well, right? I do, yep. I, I speak on various topics. I mean, everything about how to make money without money, and I mean, even even uh, you know topics around business, anything around business and finance. Especially if you're looking for somebody that's a little bit out of the norm, there's lots of speaking topics that I talk about that make it really entertaining and fun. It's 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 well, awesome. I, well, Chris, we're down joys. to nine seconds, and I want to thank you so much. I picked up a couple of great tips that I'm going to implement myself just from our conversation today. And I want to thank you so much for being a guest on the show. It was great. And um, again, um, how can people reach you if they want to contact you? Yeah, either through Facebook. You know, if you use Facebook, facebook.com slash moneyripples. There's a Money Ripples page there. Or you can just email me directly, chris with a ch at moneyripples.com. Okay. Thanks so much. And you have a great day. I really appreciate it. And I think that the information you gave is absolutely fabulous. I know I walked away with a couple of tips. Bye now. Awesome.